All right, bro, we back. We back. This is episode 18. Episode 18. 18, absolutely. okay. All right, 18. We almost grown. We almost grown. Well, we, we technically grown. Well, yeah, we technically grown. We can't freak That's right, that's right. <laughs> Which is interesting because we do. We got a special guest, as everyone can see. Uh, we have a special guest this evening that we're going to be doing a little quick interview from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, very own uh, Christian Lampy from Love Corkscrew. Uh, we thank you for joining us this evening. How are you? Hello, thanks for having me. Happy to absolutely. be here. Yes, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. So, we know this is busy season for you, so we thank you for taking this time to be with us today. Um, so we're gonna just get right into our interview, ask you a few questions mm -hmm. about yourself so people can know a little more about you. I know people from Chicago may know you, but just you know, give us a little bit of background. So, where are you born and raised here in Chicago? And if so, like what side of town are you from? Right. You know, Chicago's always so specific about exactly what area you're from. So, <laughs> so I actually grew up in Donner's Grove. So I, I actually am from the West Suburbs. But uh, after my parents retired years and years ago, I lived in New York and I lived in Las Vegas. And then I came back and actually lived in the city. So I've been in North Kenwood uh, for years and years and years since 97. I've been in North Kenwood, so I've been here a long time in the city. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, okay, so you you moved around a lot. So did you yeah. did you go to college here too, or were you just? I went to Western um, okay. Illinois, cool. and then I also went to FIT in New York. So that's why I've I lived in New York for a little bit as well. So definitely a little bit all over the place. And I love the West Coast, though. I lived in Las Vegas for a long time. So oh wow, okay. Okay. nice, nice, nice. Well, you had to love Chicago to come back from lovely Vegas. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So, I so, guess. Okay, so so being the the founder of Love Cork Scrooges, how did you get started? Like, what? How did you, how, why? Like, how did you? How did that? How did that come about? Like, how did, did you go to school for it, or what did that come from? Sure. So for people who have no idea who I am, my name is Krishan Lampley. I'm the owner of Love Cork Screw. So in my industry, I'm classified as negociant. That is a form of a winemaker. I've been doing it for a long time now, a long time, about 20 years in the industry. Nice. I've owned Love Cork Screw since 2014, over 1 million bottles sold. Oh, wow. uh, we're sold all around the country from Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, Cost Plus World Market, Total Wines and More, you name it. And uh, we launched here in Chicago and it was like wildfire. Mariano's and Kimbark Liquor were the first two that took us in. Hyde Park, Hyde Park. Yeah. Yes, Hyde yeah. Park. And uh, now you can literally find Love Cork Shoe everywhere in the city. So mm -hmm. it was years of sales and marketing. I also worked in the sales distribution side in Wine and Spirits, mm -hmm. as well as I owned an art bar and gallery here in Chicago, uh, early 2000s. So it was kind of all sides, uh, this trifecta of working in distribution sales and marketing, and also ownership in a bar that I said, I, I always listen to consumers because that's mm -hmm. what I'm trained to do being in sales and marketing. And what was missing was small batch wines. What was missing is support of local. People were annoyed that they bought the same wine at the grocery store that they saw in a restaurant. Yeah. They wanted to try something different and support local. And a lot of people didn't know there was a great amount of wineries and vineyards in the entire Midwest. Mm -hmm. So I did what people told me I could not do. 
People are like, you don't own a vineyard. You didn't grow up in Napa. How could yeah. you do this? Yeah. Well, I said, watch me. I so right. years, <laughs> years of training. I got federally licensed. So of course I can import and export around the entire world. Nice. And uh, Love Corkscrew was created. So that's the short of the story. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, I definitely, as you say, we definitely see you all over Chicago. I live in Western suburbs too. And in Jewel, I, I, I always get excited when I see yes. like that little end cap. I'm like, oh, like, yes. Little, Jewel is yeah. great to me. I'm in every single Jewel and Absolutely. I have at least five to six varietals in every single Jewel. Yeah. Wow. They've been wow. great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a. I always like I said, I get excited when I see, especially like black women, um, just winning, and then just to actually go in the store and see that that's just that's always amazing to me. So, um, and then just being in the industry where it's not a lot of black women, like how does that like, how does that work for you? Like, uh, what what has what what kind of experience that you've been having just being like you know probably like a small percentage of this this whole you know uh, this whole thing. How's that how how does that work or how does that feel? Well, I'll tell you exactly. It's 0.0009%. So mm -hmm. there's only 60 of us out of 111,000 in the world. Wow. So you eliminate me, that's 59. So there's 60 <laughs> yeah. of us yeah, yeah. out of this. So when people say they know a lot of Black-owned vineyards and wineries, no, you don't. It's impossible because yeah. there's there's only 60. Uh, so 60 African-American women that are negociants, vineyard owners, and winery owners. Black people as a whole, about 132. So so wow. so tiny wow. so yeah. it's really as uh, simple as not being taken seriously people used mm -hmm. to think i was the ambassador for love corkscrew mm -hmm. um or there must be somebody huge backing love corkscrew mm -hmm. yeah well no it, it, it's all mine and i, I birthed love corkscrew so uh, just never being taken seriously but that that comes with everything mm -hmm. uh it, that comes in so many sectors of so many different uh, career paths. But in mine specifically, it's very old school, very yeah. old world, right? So not only is it this thought process, almost like a fraternity that you have to be chosen to be in this wine sector, but also to be a brown person in this wine sector and to be a woman in the wine sector. It's just, everything is against me. Everything mm -hmm. is against me. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's a passion I love and, and I'm here for the fight. And this is what I, I was meant to do. And I always know that, you know, it's bigger than me. Love Corkstrew is bigger than right. Krishan Lampley. Right. My question for you, um, I know you have a lot of experience, as you said, in the industry, just the industry as a whole, what's like the biggest challenge, in your opinion? I would say financing okay. anything that you're going to do. It, it because people will say to me all the time, well, I want a wine brand, Krishan. What do I need to do? And, you know, and, and, I, and I joke about it, but I'm serious. I'm like, you need to have some money. <laughs> and this is the thing, though. And when I say I'm not being arrogant or cocky, because I had uh, nothing, yeah. I had nothing mm -hmm. at all when I started. I had holes in my pants. Hmm. Kid you not when I started. Um, but it takes a lot of funding. And there's so many legalities. Like, just to get started, mm -hmm. it takes a lot. And understand everything moves simultaneously. There's so many moving parts, right? Just even if you have money and you start a brand, there's celebrities who fail yeah, in the wine right. industry all the time. They fail in the spirits industry all the time mm -hmm. because not only is it that, but you have to have a distributor that trusts you. These distributors yeah. are billion dollar companies, right? Mm -hmm. So they, they are the gatekeepers. Then you have to have the stores that want to carry you. Right. Then after that, you have to have consumers that even want to buy it enough. Just because yeah. you're a celebrity doesn't mean they're going to run to the store and buy your, your wine. Absolutely. Right. Doesn't mean right. they're going to buy your whiskey or your vodka. Right. And for how long is that going to last? You could just be a fad. Yeah. So 
it's it's a lot uh people don't understand that it's not as sexy as it looks mm -hmm. it's a lot more technical mm -hmm. uh and it's also a, a lot more it, you make a lot less money than people think you make in this industry mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's a three-tier system yeah. everybody else makes more money than i do yeah the distributor yeah. makes more money than me the, yeah. the store makes more money than me yeah yeah, I'm I'm the last one paid. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's the part that people have to understand that this is a very expensive industry, um, and it takes time. I mean, it took me eight years to get to a million bottles, um, and that's wow. because I did everything grassroots on my own. Mm -hmm. uh, if I had large corporations backing me, it might have been different. But the success of Love Corkscrew took time. Yeah. Took yeah. time. Yeah. That's what people don't get. Yeah. Yeah, I think people see, you know, with social media, they think it's a quick thing and oh, I can get wine and then, you know, I can I can sell it and I can be in stores. No, it's good luck. Good, good luck. luck. Yeah, it's a process <laughs> behind that. So it's, yes, it's it good is. that people need to know that it's not an overnight, you know, it's not sexy as you said. I mean, the drink is it's sexy, not. but <laughs> of course, of <laughs> course, of course. Work. Yeah. So I, I gotta ask this as the only guy on here. Uh oh. Okay, I gotta <laughs> ask this because you know. For sure, I'm, I go there, okay? Like, I have to know. Like, I like to be somewhat controversial. Now, women drink more wine than men? Absolutely. Is that really just a female thing? Or is it, or is it like, okay, for instance, your wine, is it catered to women? Or is it like, okay, men can drink it if they want to? Like, what, how, you know, what is the, the, uh, the markability? I mean, think about it, just about in any industry, women are buying power, right? Women just buy everything, right? <laughs> so that's number one. Uh, number two, wine, and this is my opinion, wine is extremely uh, complicated. It's not easy. And and it's not something that you can just pick up a bottle and be like, okay, I like it. Guys are very quick at things. They just want to pick it up. Okay, I like yeah. it. I'm just going to buy the same thing over and over again. Okay, great. Yeah. Right? They move very quick. Uh, it takes time to decide what varietal you want. There's thousands out there. You have to really be into it and read the back of the bottle. I think mm -hmm. men have a very short attention span and aren't going to do that's that true. That's much. That's true. That's true. So to answer your question, absolutely women buy more wine. Do I cater it to uh, Love Corkscrew to women? Not necessarily, but women are very attracted to it. But I will say this, fellas, buy my, I don't even have any right here because they're packing it up. Um, buy my Concord, Hard Knock Life. More than anything, it's like a guy thing and they'll post a bottle of it. I even oh, had yeah. the guys from um, Crucial Conflict, they mm -hmm. posted a bottle of, of my cab. Yeah. We're moving on up. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like that's kind of funny. Nice. And I would have never have thought that, uh, right? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's subjective. Um, it's definitely a consumer base is always going to be women first. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just did what what I, I thought was great. And, and it just uh, it's resonated with a lot of people. But women are the main consumers, of course. Okay. okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Okay, so with uh with with the the with the love pork screw as far as the different um so right now like I know we're doing wine, are you looking to do anything outside of wine as far as with the spirits like whiskey, like you mentioned whiskey or uh vodka, anything like that? Is that something that you can see yourself getting into? Nope. 
I know my lane. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And why? And why not? I'm just asking. It's two different. It's totally different. Yeah. There's different legalities. There's different laws. There's different making. Uh, mm-hmm. Wine making for me is is relaxing and enjoyable, yeah. and I know the system. I don't know anything about whiskey and bourbons or anything, but I love Oban 14. That's about it. So <laughs> I, I, that's not my jam. Yeah. I want to focus. And I think sometimes I'm a answer at a broader scale that sometimes entrepreneurs can get all over the place where we're, we're mm-hmm. very, a lot of times we're creatives and kind of like wild boars and you need to pull us back in with a lasso. So yeah. I think sometimes we do too much. Yeah. Um, now, what I did create in products were uh, candles uh, and body that. butter. And the funny thing is the candles, you know, people may think, oh, that's just a small entity of Love Corkscrew. I sell them on Target.com. I've sold mm-hmm. thousands of candles. Mm-hmm. And actually, that profit margin is way higher than my wine. Right. So uh, there's, there's definitely um, other sectors of my company. Uh, but uh, spirits, no, I'm just going to drink them and enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel, I feel you. you on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's love corkscrew. You know what I mean? Like doesn't even like yeah. it doesn't yeah. even match whiskey. Like, <laughs> like Casey, I have a bottle of love corkscrew whiskey. You're gonna be like, That's bro, weird. What you know? like, what is that? That's weird. Like <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so then we I know Moses uh he asked you about like your what's the biggest challenge, but what would you say so far? What has been like your biggest, I guess, triumph story so far? Like what's what's been like a highlight for you thus far um throughout this journey? This journey? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I have so many, so many downfalls, but so many highlights. But I would mm-hmm. say the uh most rewarding one outside, I did a TED talk that was definitely I was gonna uh, ask you about that. How an amazing, amazing thing. Yeah. That oh, was wow. one of the best experiences of my life. Um yeah. being asked to do one first is you know an honor. Uh, and just being on a stage in front of so many people in a large platform, that's where I I, I live. That That's my jam. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more comfortable in front of hundreds of people than I am in front of one person. So really? uh, that was, yeah, as soon as I hit the stage, it was like, oh, home. Oh. <laughs> I was like, boom, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I was exactly. so comfortable. I was yeah. so comfortable. And of course, you know, there's so many great, there's so many directions that you, there's so many things you have to do. You have to be on the red dot. Mm-hmm. You can have no note cards and nothing like that. Everything has to be memorized. Like mm-hmm. everything is, it's like really structured. You have to look at a camera a certain way. It's yeah. very structured, but it was amazing. But I would say the biggest highlight was just recently. I just won uh, the Dell contest, Dell technology contest, over $40,000 worth of Dell technology. Nice. And what was so amazing was my village the people that were behind me in Chicago and beyond Mm -hmm. from my sorority sisters, the Deltas who were sharing it all over their networks to people I went to school with DJ Jazzy Jeff shared the vote on his IG story. So to win that contest and be able to, uh, to uh, let uh, all of my employees uh, enjoy the fruits of our label and have some amazing computer systems and things. It was just unreal for me. That that was right. that was definitely a huge highlight for me. That's great. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. So I know um, you mentioned the TED Talk. So I know you did reality TV for a little bit, uh, at least uh, to the hiring me. I think it's what it was called. Um, do you see yourself getting back into doing TV or reality TV, anything like, like that? Or was that just a one Funny. No, I've had a lot of reality programming reach out to me. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, I think there's 
there's a want for black women in, in the wine industry right now mm-hmm. for reality shows. So, uh, yeah, so definitely some are are vetting us to, to see if it works. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I have no issues with it. Um, I actually would like for people to see the behind the scenes Yeah, for Love Corkscrew because, again, there's so much. Like, people have no idea. Literally, my living room looks like a warehouse now, and I have people <laughs> in there packing stuff. They uh-huh. have no idea yeah. um, that I have to fly out, you know, on a whim sometimes, and I'm at uh, this wine fest or, or, or you know, having to look at, at the vintage uh, to make pick things, right? I, I have to go to Chile. Like, like there's so many things that, that go on in my world that yeah. I would love the camera to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not over. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Nice. Well, I, I know for me, as soon as, uh, when I talked to Latisse and she told me uh, that we, we booked you and then I told my wife, I said, we're having a, the creator of Love Corkscrew on. She was like, what? Like, I love that one. Like yeah. I'm like, wow. okay, all right. And then when I when I posted your picture on my Facebook page, I had all these different people commenting like, I love her wine. Mm-hmm. I, I go get it from this store. Yeah. I love it and yeah. I can't wait to tune in and see what she talks about. Like yeah. so I was like, okay, we we got some black excellence on the show tonight. Absolutely. I love Absolutely. it. I love Absolutely. it. It warms yeah. my heart. And and I'm serious when I say Chicago has been amazing to love corkscrew and and i really say if you can make it in chicago you can make it anywhere i've lived in new york yeah. no if you can make it in chicago yeah. you can make yeah. it anywhere you guys are hard you guys are rough <laughs> <laughs> and and i once i got it right and hit love corkscrew uh to the market uh love the chicago has just shown me so much love so okay. much love so uh it's, it's been amazing it's been amazing Absolutely. Well, I I just have a couple more questions and then we'll let you go because I'm like I said, I know you're busy. Um, so we do. So I don't know, like, what type of music do you listen to? Do you listen to R&B, rap? Like, what kind of music? Because we just have a quick question regarding music. Um, depending on what I'm old school. Do. So old school. I I'm I'm old school. I'm actually probably the oldest person on here right now. So I <laughs> I, I like old school hip hop. Yeah, uh, like one of my favorite and I can't wait. So I'm going to that uh concert in California that everybody's talking about. We'll see if it's really real, right? Could end up being with that, with that, 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 that long Yeah, I'm there. Is real, I'm though? there. Is it real? I, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So <laughs> I uh so if if it is real, I am there. And okay. the the best one of the I told my guy already. Look, when Dead Prez comes on, just oh, yeah. know I'm gonna be in the middle of the mosh pit or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like I love Dead Prez. Like okay. I. What's your favorite them. song? Oh God, hip hop. I do it. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I okay. hear the bass now, right? Uh-huh. So um, so I can't wait. So that and then I go the extreme opposite. Like I love Sade and the Internet, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love. Yeah. So I, I'm very more of a, like the laid back. I can watch. I don't know if you guys know that series that comes on YouTube called Colors, um, but it shows. It's amazing. Colors? You gotta okay. look. You gotta look. Okay. It's called Colors. It's amazing, okay. and it's a series of just different uh, musicians that come on. And the whole premise is the green screen behind them is a color, okay. and it's you know either matching or the exact you know opposite of what they're wearing. But they just sing. Okay. Like Searle be on there, like I said. Um, Like just amazing, amazing. So I love like the eclectic, funny, fun. I mean the fun, like different artists. So that's then so then what so 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 give me your top five. Give me your top five, I would say the top five all time artists as far as let's go with hip hop. 
Your list. Hip-hop. Your top five. Yeah, your My list. top five. Yeah, yeah your top five. Top five hip-hop Nas. Okay. Guru or Gangstar, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, oh God, I got so many. I love um, Kendrick Lamar. I'm trying to think of like the albums I can just literally press play. Tribe yeah. Call Quest. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last, Biggie. I, I was a huge Biggie fan. Oh, he was, like, he when was, I lived he, in New York. Coach would like you there. Yeah. <laughs> huge Salute. Biggie fan. Salute. Huge. Salute. Man, yeah. man, yeah. just press play. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are my those are my favorite. Okay. Nice, nice. Okay. okay, Will, just wrapping it up. Um, again, we want to say thank you. But if people want to follow you or want to know what's going on, um, where should we send them? Like, do we just tell them to go to IG? Let us know where 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 they can can find you and get all that good stuff. Literally, every social channel is Love Corkscrew. You okay. see it probably on the bottom of your screen. Just follow yes. Love Corkscrew IG at Love Corkscrew. Facebook, Love Corkscrew. LinkedIn, I'm Krishan Lampley. Uh, but just follow me everywhere. And there's so many exciting things happening, especially uh, in Q1. I'm going to be on the Home Shopping Network. Nice. So I'll probably have uh, have a huge event for people to tune in and watch that. That's going to be exciting to be live on Home Shopping Network. How fun is that, right? So there's so many great things happening in Q1. So I I look for you guys to definitely follow me and uh, know that um, I love you all. For everyone who's bought a bottle of Corkshoe, you have no idea. Just takes one bottle, one bottle at a time. It's good stuff, y'all. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Thank well, you. Well, we thank you. Thank you so much again. Um, everybody, as she said, love pork screw. You guys go out and get it. Follow her everywhere. And um, we will definitely talk to you soon. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so for having me, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was a good, that was a good uh nice little interview, Chief. That was. Because you I, know what? She was. is no, she is well known, I'm telling you. Like yeah, I had no, I had no idea. Yeah, a I lot of people, for. when I posted a picture too, he had texted me as well and was like, oh, like, I, I really like her stuff. So, yeah, like I said, I think it's so cool um, just to see, because like she said, she said it's point, what, point nine like yeah. percent of black women that are actually in that industry. So for her to be in there and then to be flourishing, like, I think it's dope. Like I said, when I go to the store and I see it, like, you know, I, I try to buy black on purpose. So it's just when I see it, it's just always dope to see something different. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like we always say, like, it's we try to show like black people in, in doing different things because we get stuck in the entertainment world sometimes and we don't look outside of that. But there's so many other things for young people to do. So I hope somebody, you know, see her and just see like, you know, it's work, but you know, there's a there's an industry um out there outside of, you know, what we see all the time. And it's 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 oh, dope that, yeah, that she's she's doing something different. So I think uh and I'm so glad she, that she was able to do this. She's a sister. And she's a sister, absolutely. And she's from Chicago. From Chicago, Chicago area. Chicago yeah, Chicago area. Yeah, she's, yeah, so. I, I, I didn't give her no flack from being from DJ. <laughs> well, you know, we still don't get the love. I'm with her. You know, I'm suburban too, so. Yeah, no, you're not too. Stop <laughs> telling everybody that. God, <laughs> you know you from Garfield Park, man. I definitely was born. I definitely was born in Garfield Park, but still. I'm suburban now, but whatever. I'm suburban. I'm suburban. <laughs> well, look, since you suburban, how was your week? Man, Joe, my week was good because today I was off. 
And I'm gonna tell you, bro, ain't nothing like being off and not telling people because seriously, like <laughs> when you off, like see, people, see black people say. Listen, when people know you off, then they start asking you to do shit. Like they just make up stuff for you to do. Like when they know you off, they could absolutely have no yeah. reason to call you, but just because they know you off, they'll be like, Oh, can you do? Mm -mm. So when I'm off, I learned to not tell people. I don't post nothing. Like, Talk about like, it. Now I was off, but by the time they see this, I'd be back to work. So, so yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I enjoy my day off. I watch some. I, I watch caught up some of my shows. So yeah, I had a, I had a good day. Had a good week. Had a short week. So it was all good. Short week for you. Yeah. How about you? My week's been long, man. It's long. It's been, it's been a long week. It's gonna be a long weekend. But I mean, this is just how this time of year is for me. So, yeah. All I know is Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, them kids ain't getting shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good luck with that. Come, come on. Let's get a don't have nothing for them and see how that go for you. Listen, listen. Them kids know what they've been getting all year long. Okay. <laughs> they gonna get a couple hundred dollars. That's it. Don't ask me for no Jordans. Don't ask me for no money. is good. That's you know what they mean. got? They got they got this big ass house we just got marked. Made Christmas. <laughs> Made Christmas. Okay. Hey, you, That's what they you, got. Sound, you sound like the daddy on everybody hates Chris. <laughs> hey, don't for real. Stuff, like, hey, that light bill. Merry Christmas. That yeah. That light bill. That as my old man said, that water you use and you leave running. Yeah. yeah like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you crazy, bro. You crazy, so. But yeah, it's been a but, it's been a good week, busy week. But, uh, I gotta ask you because you threw me you threw me off when you brought up the topic. You put in the group the group chat the little topic. What did the group girl do now? I missed this. <laughs> what happened now, bro? What happened? I'm gonna tell you. This heifer needs to just wear. She needs to go bald. Like cut all the hair because <laughs> I don't know. Like if anybody know who the gorilla girl glue. I'm calling her Gorilla Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl. Yeah. So y'all know what happened when she used that damn adhesive instead of like, yeah. you know, hairspray. And so they they she they got that out of her hair. And now I don't know what she's doing. Like she said that she thought her hair was strong enough to take chemicals. So I'm assuming she gave herself a perm. Or, oh god! And so now her hair is just coming out in clumps. And I'm like, fan, she she put, made a video about it. I'm like, you know what? Cut it off. You're done with hair. Like you're done. With it. You're done. Like hair is not your thing. Like you, you, you're putting glue on there. I mean, after you had your hair in that situation, why would you go and perm your hair anyway? Like you should just be done playing around with your hair. Like she has to be. I don't want to call her dumb, but something is not right. I'll call her dumb. She's dumb. She's dumb. Yeah, and it was so funny in the comments. She posted this video, and people was commenting. They was like, uh, "Hey, y'all, don't get that girl no more money." She, they was like, they was like, if she don't know how to comb her hair at this point. That's just don't get her no more money. Because I think she did start another GoFundMe, bro. Oh my god! I'm pretty Jeez. sure she did. Yeah. <sighs> my god, what is she, she dumb? She got any friends? <laughs> She got any friends, man? I don't know. She can't have no friends. Not no real friends. Because, I mean, if, if I was messing up my hair like that, yeah, my friends would be like, Tease, you're done. Cut it off. That's what I'm saying. Wigs. That's your thing. That's, right. your, that's, your, that's your groove right now. Wigs. 
you're, you're done with hair. Like, I don't you're know. What she's doing. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. I'm like, and she be on there looking pitiful. And I'm like, fam, it's you. You're the problem. It's not the hair products. It's you. It's you. Yeah. That's Listen, what happened with her. And I thought that shit was hilarious. Like, I thought it was over for her. Like, I thought we would never have to hear from her again. I thought she learned her lesson. She got her little money from her bag. And she going by her business, but she still can't comb my damn hair. No. She, oh she ain't get God. that lesson. She ain't get that lesson, bro. Yeah. See? No friend. I have no friends, man. She has no friend. That's what she needs to do. Go find, go, go friend me. For go, go friend me. <laughs> <laughs> Try to go friend me. Somebody need to tell a sister, like, man, Joe, like, I again, like I most people, women, we do our hair, especially when you go through something like that, you know that, yeah, like, um, I can't be playing around with my hair. Most people would just leave it alone. Why is she still playing around in it? It's just beyond me. Too slow, Joe. It's something. The The elevator is not going to the top. It's not. That knife is <laughs> not the sharpest knife in the drawer. No. No, no not none the brightest star in the sky. All those no, things. Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all those things. Baby girl needs man, some. She's yeah, nuts, I'm going to mail her some wigs because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she either cut it off like she irritated me. She I'm like, hey, you cut my hair, but I'm irritated that she keeps, <laughs> so she keeps messing up her hair. It's going me like it really is. Like, dude, like I really oh, need shit. you to figure out something. <laughs> yeah, she need to figure out quick. Yeah, yeah. Do she got any kids? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure she do. Man, I want to say she was like a teacher, bro, too. Like a teacher, I'm, I'm serious. I'm I'm pretty sure she works in the school system. I'm I'm almost positive. Yeah, I got whoever hired her needs to be fired. <laughs> Somebody said take their kids out of there now. Take now them out hey, of class now. Hey, what my man said, the principal, and lean on me immediately. <laughs> immediately. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, yeah. man. Yeah, she need to go, bro. She need to go. Yeah, need, yeah, yeah. She, how she gonna teach some? What? Oh wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That just got my brain all messed up now, man. <laughs> look, yeah. look. Yeah, yeah. It's, hey, it's it's been some good stuff this week. You yeah. know what was really dope this week? What? And we talked about this. I think we forgot to talk about it last week. But um, you know, Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson State. Your head coach mm-hmm. there. Yeah. What he did, this happened a while ago, but he doing this, this uh, I don't know if it's a YouTube series or, or the Barstool Network, whoever he with, they're following him around this year. They just follow him, showing him how he's coaching the team, how he's interacting with the players, his surgery, X, Y, Z. Well, earlier this year, I think it was Jackson State's homecoming. Um Everybody know who the famous, infamous IG model chick, Brittany uh, Renner. Mm-hmm. She's known for dating athletes. That's um, twelve. Yeah, she got a she's she got a, predator, a baby right? by an she's NBA predator. player. People call yeah. her predator, right? Yeah. Yeah, they call her predator, and I understand why. I get it, mm-hmm. but I still think it. People still don't like be fair when it comes to men and women with that, but. Whatever, that's a whole nother conversation. But she um she came to Jackson State's homecoming. Um, Dion invited her to talk to the team about athletes and how how easy they can get sucked in 
to this lifestyle when it comes to women taking advantage of them and, you know, whatever. So some people took a lot of flack. Some people gave Dion flack for that. Some people gave her flack for that. Some people actually applauded Dion for doing what they feel is by him knowing and being in that life right. for all those years. Some people was like, he should do that because he knows what it's like to be pursued by a woman that wants fame or whatever because this young man is a, a future millionaire. Sure. So I thought it was dope because when she was talking, she really didn't try to like be like she don't do that. She basically was like, look, this is what's going on. I'm it. Look at me. I'm telling you what's going on, mm-hmm. how easy it is to get in somebody's DM on Instagram. And then Dion was pretty much saying, y'all got to be careful out here mm-hmm. because one mistake can mess you up. And for me, I think, here it is. He's a black coach. Mm-hmm. See, they're not doing this at Alabama. They're not doing this at LSU. They're not doing this at the, other, the predominantly white schools. I think what Dion is doing is changing the game. And I think that he always made it known that it's not about all about football with me. Right. It's about life. Right. And, and, and you can see that, though, because... Well, he's been like that for a long time. I, I would get Deion Sanders there because I did used to watch his uh, reality show. Me too. That me too. Years ago. Um, so he's always been that way. Uh, so I, I don't I don't think, like, what that what he did, you know, with bringing her on, that's something that, like, a Deion Sanders thing to do. So I, I, I think that is dope that he does try to give them you know, life lessons, because especially like you said, black boys, um, you know, somebody that's been, somebody that's been in it, that's been in the industry and that know about groups and stuff like that, it's always good to hear um, someone say that. I do think too that, you know, and I'm sure he has to like bring it, even in bringing in younger players that's even more closer to their generation to let yeah. them hear. My thing was, I thought it was funny bringing her, because I'm like, these boys is not listening. They are not. They know who she is. They know who she is. Exactly. They know who she is, and they little college wieners are uh, are probably getting excited, and that's about it. Like they ain't really thinking about her being no groupie and coming out the niggas' money. Because truthfully, like guys, I would think I'm not a guy, but I would think most of them know. Like these girls don't really like you. Like you know that if you weren't playing basketball or football or whatever a sport, that they wouldn't be interested in you. But I don't think they care. I don't think they don't you, care. Think, you think guys like you a coach too. Like so, I mean, like do what? What would you tell your your? Do you think? Even as a even as a, a former player and as a coach now, do you think that that matters? Do you think that that kind of it's impactful? Do you think it really makes a difference? To know about that, yeah. Like somebody telling you, do you think they they care like that the girls are groupie? You know what? Honestly, I think nowadays it matters more than it did back in the day to me. Okay. Because yeah. because the 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 influence that social media has now on these athletes, like everything is put on social media now. So, and I think now, and when you're an athlete, people like Brittany Winter and other people have access to you because all they got to do now is do what? Go on your DM. Right. And then that's how it gets started. Back in the day, it was a little different, a little harder to reach out to somebody like that. But now it's like, well, shoot, 
I'm gonna look up Deion Sanders Jr. He a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. He about to be a future first round. Yeah. Jump in his DM. Yeah. But then so, you what is what was that? Um, was I don't know if it was her or not. But then who just got who just which it was a basketball player. He might have been a rookie or maybe his second year. He just got he just got one of these IG models that's a little bit older than that's not not a little bit like ten years older than him. Pregnant is was it was it her? Well, yeah, he she has a baby by PJ Washington. Okay, he's a okay. second year player for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think they. Can. But she scouted him out. Yeah, she scouted him out when he was at Kentucky. That's what Dion's trying to show. Like, hey, he is, they out here. They looking. They looking. They they know what how high your draft status is. They know how much you would make if you were first. Like, it's crazy. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah, I'm just glad. Look, I told people on social media. I'm glad he didn't bring Tiana Trump. To the school. <laughs> now, if he had to brought her to the school, yeah. well, none of them Negroes gonna be listening to anything he said. Yeah, she she said. Like, they weren't listening to her either, but because uh, if Tiana was there, they would have been like, "Yo, Tiana, <laughs> I seen that video." Tiana would have been <laughs> in all them boys' room too. Yeah, look, my no hands, face hands. They, they had to go. That's good all for for real. Yeah, she would have, she would have, she would have knocked them all little boys out. But I mean, I, I, I do. I hope they listen. I hope the young boys listen. We definitely. I mean, I think that'd be the thing in life. Period. That you know, for girls, we always get these lessons, and it's you know, we always have these things since we've been younger about what to do and what not to do. And I don't see it on the same level for guys. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, yeah, you know, it's a, it's, 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 it's like they, you know, I know it's like quote unquote a man's world, man dominated world, but you know, those are life lessons that you know I think coming from another man that you know it needs to hear, but you don't, you don't hear that often. So I'm glad you, you know. do that, which maybe that'll you know encourage you know other coaches to uh, to uh, to do the same. Aren't, aren't yeah, they, 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 aren't they going to? Oh, the championship or something this weekend? Yeah, they're playing in uh, they're playing that championship game this weekend. But you know, they don't go to the bowl games like that because they're not they're not uh FCS. They're not like the Alabamas and all that. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they had a good season. Dion has made an impact. Coach Coach Prime, Coach Dion, he has made an impact since he's been there. Um, I know it's a lot of rumbling about. You know, him, some school trying to steal him away or take him away the next few years. But I really, you know what? I really, I really don't want him to go. But you know how it is, though. Sometimes like, that offer, that right offer, and if, yeah. if, they, if, if a school to let him do what he's doing in Jackson State, you know, he got to look at it because yeah. he do help these kids. Yeah. Yeah, he do help his kids. Yeah, yeah, he always has. He, he, I can say that Dion is all. He all. He's always had like youth oriented like uh, programs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even on the high school level, now on the college level, like he's always tried to to do something with the with the kids, which I think that's dope. Like I think that's dope. Not saying that a lot of other athletes don't, but he definitely like he does. That's been his mission, and he's been he's been on that, and I think. I think it was so dope for him to go to an HBCU because, you know, like he said, like honestly, like if all if all of our our if all of our uh, 
our our top tier athletes went to black colleges, like they would get that money. They would start getting those sponsorships because now your sports, you know, teams have gone from you know from the bottom to the top because all the good players are going to are going to HBCU. So maybe it'll be a trend. Like that would be absolutely dope. Like to you know, you know, for us to to go back because if you think about it, back in the day, like when it was nothing but you could only go to black schools. You know, we they all had like dominant. All the players were going there, so it's it's yeah. It's the it's the gift and the curse of being able to go anywhere. But you know, I think if if more players start going to HBCU, that's gonna be dope. I, I, yeah, be dope. I, I think that it'll be dope. dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wish they could do that. Yeah. I, I, it'll be dope. It would be dope because. You know, you then you you got all these, you know, Deion hired these former NFL players, you know, as coaches. I mean, that's dope, man. I mean, yeah. what better way to learn is some yeah. guys who did it. Yeah. Like and, then, and then you got some of the players now, some of those coaches that he did hire, like some of them now are getting offers from other colleges, you yeah. know, for head coaches. So I thought that was that was dope, too. That's what it's all about. Yeah. He's he doing a good job over there. You know, yeah. people – the, the knock on him is, can he really coach? Yeah. I mean, my thing is this. Get he got the win. He got the win. And honestly, I don't really think he's doing it for the win. I really think he's doing it because he just he wants to see these young kids have an opportunity. And he keeps telling the NFL, why are y'all not going over here to the HBCUs drafting us? Yeah. yeah. He, he makes it known all the time. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's what he's doing. Like you said, I don't think he really care about the wins. I think it's more about bringing attention to the HBCUs and, um, you know, just uh, putting some, making some noise. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that alone. Like I think that that's that's dope. That I just I, it was dope when he signed, and I just think it's dope what he's doing. And maybe more former players that do have aspirations to. Uh, be coaches. They'll start with the HBCU. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know, that's a start, and you know that'll 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 be, you know, uh, it'll go a long way. I think it's just it's just cool because this is Deion Sanders. This is not no no Huff player. This it's is coach, it's coach fire, fire. Fire. Yeah. It's fire. yeah, yeah. So you know, this is this is this is a top tier athlete that's that's yep. that. So I I I think that's that's dope. Yeah, I, I always is. like Deion. I always like Deion. It, not only is he top tier athlete, he probably the best defensive quarterback to ever play the game. So yeah. I mean, he got the pedigree to talk. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. hey, yeah. those kids are good hands. Absolutely. Real good hands. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what's up with your boy? He's a celebrity now, uh Kyle Rittenhouse? I wish he'd get in the garbage. I do. I think he's. I, I wish he'd get in the garbage. Like uh, this little. I, you know. I, I want to sound like I'm. I'm trying to be good and not and not curse today. But you know, this little effort. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I saw when I. That's what I was thinking when I saw him. Like you know, on that podcast, and I'm seeing him like this little the kid celebrity. But you know what? I, I, well, we always say like people that get prideful. He absolutely gonna do something dumb again, and he's going to find himself in trouble. And then what he do? I just hope he just die, lives under the jail. Yeah, yeah. Because I he's a, it's just like, and the people who interview to even have him on the show, like joking around, like I just—it's so sickening, bro. It's so sickening. Only in America can a seventeen-year-old kill. 
three, you know, two people or in, into three people or whatever and get off on and then go on like this media frenzy and joke around as if you ain't just kill somebody. It's disgusting. It's he hates disgusting. LeBron. He hates LeBron now. You heard he said. Yeah. Who, yeah. who gives a damn? Like, LeBron ain't thinking about you. I'm like, why do you think LeBron care about you? Nobody cares about you. Like, I just, he's, oof, man, it irritated my soul. Like, this little dude, like. Oh, yeah. He's he, he going to be doing more interviews. You know that. I know. And that's why I was you know that. it's just disgusting that the people who actually even interview him, like, giving him a platform for foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it, it is a platform for foolishness. But somebody's going to watch it. Somebody's going to tune in. Um, you know, he, he's polarizing right now because he. He 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 won a case on self defense. Right. And during a time that a lot of people feel like, uh, like a lot of people feel like he got away with it. You could you could feel like that, but I, I do know he he got some lawyers to use the law to help him mm -hmm. and use the self defense thing. Mm -hmm. um, everybody keeps saying you know he had a right to carry a gun, but my thing has always been this. Who are you to say, I'm going to go up here and I'm going to up uphold the law. I'm going to right. restore order. That's not your job. But that's privilege. See, that's mm -hmm. that mindset. Mm -hmm. Privilege. That's the white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just privilege, it's white privilege. So Yeah, that's what a, that is. It's a whole different thing. We talked about it before. Like, you know, it's just um, his mind, you know, it, it's the, the problem we can say yes technically by law he got off because he can say it's self-defense but that's the problem it's the law the laws need to be changed where you just can't go somewhere and 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 invoke yourself into something and then cry self-defense like that should it, it has to be some stipulations on what can be said you know self-defense but it's not because this is how people have been able to get away with murder for for years for yeah. for, for decades so you know yeah. it's not going to change because it, it, it you you leave it open like that it just leaves up to interpretation you can say well technically he was scared and they approached him and you know it's just a whole bunch of goofy stuff that's what george Zimmerman used yeah the stand your ground law he had a lawyer he had a lawyer to say ah we can use stand your ground law you were defending yourself and that was so disgusting because you went after somebody that's and what I'm because saying. He was getting your ass beat. Now, right. and you scared in that moment, it was okay for you to shoot because now you're scared and your life was threatened. I'm like, fuck your life. Because you went after somebody that wasn't even bothering you. It wasn't your business. It wasn't nope. for you to go after him. And the, and the dispatcher told you not to follow him. Like, that's the kind of stuff I feel like, you know. It should be when you when you when you're totally going vigilante and you going all against the grain and just making up your own rules as you go. You should not. You can't use something do that. because you are you were told to not to do something and you did it. And because you were getting your butt beat, now all of a sudden, you know it's self defense fight. But you know all that stuff. Like you know, I I believe at some point everything you do gonna come back to you at some point. Like uh. Like, like gonna gonna yeah, you Silly. Do, I promise you, it's gonna come back on you. So, Silly. you she did like this. Get what she get yeah, <laughs> it's it's <your> <laughs> <day>. <laughs> Hey, but you know, I mean, we we seen cases like that. We seen Zimmerman. We seen Kyle Rittenhouse. 
Yeah. We saw what Ahmaud Arbery yeah. them do, what they did to him. Yeah. They just felt like, hey, they felt like, hey, what you doing over here? You ain't supposed mm -hmm. to be over here. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we, we've seen cases like that. Yeah. We've even seen cases like that in history. Yeah. Perfect example, the case that they just closed with Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. You know, he basically was murdered because allegedly he whistled at a white woman. Right. And the story has changed so many times yeah. that he didn't whistle at all. Yeah. Then the lady said that wasn't true. Yeah. Now she said she never said that. Yeah. So her story was never recanted. So they closed the case. Yeah. So I'm, it, this is history. It's, it's history it. repeats itself, bro. And, and that's what, but history has to be rewritten or retold to a certain degree. Because that's why I'm like, history, the way we learn it, and it's it's so screwed. It's so whitewashed. It's just so whitewashed. And it's so it disturbing is. because, you know, if you didn't know any better, you would think that all these black men grew up like, or hoarding and, and, and lusting over white women when, you know, that wasn't it. We can look at the Kardashians and see how it really is. Like, these people go after and always have been, you know, uh, obsessed with black men, but that's not the story that's being told. It's that, you know, black men somehow want... Black men was in Africa and wasn't thinking about no white ladies. They had... They, they, wasn't, they wasn't thinking about them, but it's a book it's lots of books uh, that tell really how how white women were were meaner or or, or or worse than some of the actual slave masters because you figure these slave masters raping the, the black women having babies with them and you know the the the, the they didn't really have no they, they had to stay at home and do whatever the, the man told them to do so they was yeah. really evil and 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 upset about that and so they yeah. took that out on slaves and when you see his stuff like the image, like they always, uh, it was a, it was a, like like on Rosewood, it was it was a it was a nigga, and, and, and they yeah. run with it, you know. And that's what pisses me off, you know what I'm saying? But you know, we can go yeah. on about that. But it's just like it's just it's just disturbing, you know what I'm saying? Like it's but it always repeats itself. But the narrative is never that you know that these people are the perpetrators or that they are the people that provoke these things. It's always they the victim. And it's, you know, that's got to change because I'm, it's how many more Ahmad, you know, Arberries and Trayvon's and all these people that have died at the hand of self-defense. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 you know, it's enough because we can't right, use right. self-defense, bro. If you if you was if you was getting your butt beat and you killed somebody because you you they're not they're gonna find they're gonna find the other laws that say you can't do that against yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's messed up. And, and this is why, this is why, in this country, I feel like we live in two different America. It is because of of the laws and yeah. like. People get mad, but like I, 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 on January 6th, I remember I posted on Facebook, hey, black folks, this ain't none of our business because if that was us, <laughs> we'd all be shot up on yeah, that capital. Man. And yeah, people man. got mad, but it's the truth. Yeah, man. It's the truth. It's absolutely true. We see it in history. Yeah. Look what they did to the Black Panther Party. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For, for, for self-defending their neighborhood. Remember when they, remember when they went to the, to the Capitol in uh, uh, Sacramento? And they yeah. had them guns. Yeah. And you remember what the police rolled up and did? Yeah. yeah. That's, what, did. that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. 
they 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 infiltrated that organization and tore it down because they did not that's every every black organization or leader or anything like that that's really doing something productive and actually making a change and not doing any you know that's on some real bringing um knowledge to black people they're going to tear that down quickly. <laughs> quickly. They're going to tear that down quickly. Like, they don't want us to be aware of ourselves. And they don't want us to galvanize like that. No. When we no. take over a, a freaking yes. capital and building. Use the, and use the same laws that they use. Yeah. They don't, they don't want us to, they don't want that to, you know, for us to do that. You, you know, know, you know, damn well, we can't storm no capital building. Talking about we paid for this. This is yeah, our. Hell no, man. Hell no. Hell no. Man, they gonna be like, okay, shoot that nigga, shoot that nigga, and then shoot this nigga. Just like that, one by one. Oh yeah. One by one. Yep. You know it. So I mean, we can't we can't do that, and 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 people act like they can act like they got amnesia, act like they don't understand that, but. Y'all just, some of y'all don't want to understand that. Yeah, it's a blind eye. Like, they want to be yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're all equal. And, yeah, we all are. And in the ideal world, I absolutely love all different cultures. Like, I love learning about different cultures. You know what I'm saying? And is is I'm always, you know, as, as black as I am, you know, it's always interesting to hear about the stuff. But at the same time, the same rules don't apply. So, you know, I, I, I have my feelings about that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 Um, no, I feel just, you. I mean, it's just, it's just messed up. I love, I love all cultures too, but I'm, I'm the type of person. Once you show me your hand, then I already know what you are. Sure. So sure. I'm gonna act accordingly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. People don't. Yeah. It's, 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 it's two, it's two different Americas, and if you yeah. silly enough to think that it's not, then absolutely, we have come a long way from our ancestors and what they had to endure but there is still a long way to go and just just be aware like don't act like it's it's not a real thing that's the only thing you know it's still a long way to go yeah still i mean sometimes peace i'd be like damn man is it ever gonna change or is it i mean i don't know but yeah that's why people say you know i i, I don't worry about that stuff i want to worry about me I get it to an extent, yeah. but some stuff does affect us in the long haul yeah. when it comes to certain stuff. So that's why I pay attention to it. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, I think it's always good to to definitely to be aware. Um, of yeah. Everything. So, you know, the bare minimum, you know, just even if it doesn't affect you, just be aware because you never know when it may come at your door. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. But just... Let's just get into some light now. Let's go into uh, let's go into your favorite show right now, Harlem. I want I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> it's not my favorite show, but it's good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I whoa. just you know what I I think I I binge watched maybe like four episodes. So for what I mean, you know I'm I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited. I don't want to sound what I'm about to say. I don't want to <laughs> sound like you know I'm not happy about all the black TV shows. I absolutely am. But, you know, it's like a formula, bro, that I'm noticing. And maybe, okay. like I said, I don't want to feel like I'm doing too much because I am excited that we just, it's so much black TV on. Like, it's, 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 it's dope. Like, it kind of reminds us, like, 
in like this little uh, part of the nineties when we when there was a lot of a lot of black shows. You know what I'm saying? They went through a lull where it wasn't really none, um, and now we're like back where it's it's so many on every every station, every like, network, every platform, every network, bro. It's, yeah. it's something. So, but my I have an issue with you know the portrayal that like some of the characters are stereotypical, which. It's sometimes surprising to me because as as black people or black creators who create the show, like for instance, why is it that every time, every show, it has to be like one light skinned bougie girl? Like <laughs> the bougie person is always light skinned, right? And they're um they're pristy and they, you know, they're the ones that's married, they're the ones that's married, yeah, and got kids like right? insecure. Yeah. Secure, hard, yep. uh, run yep. world. Like all these shows, like that this is this formula. Then you got the right. dark skinned girl. Dark skinned girl, she either gotta be loud and extra yeah, or she gotta be pr promiscuous. Uh, yeah. Always looking for a man. Yeah. And then you got the then then, then then if it's a big girl on there, the big girl, she gotta be she gotta be the, another one that's either promiscuous or or loud she, or she the, or loud or funny. And I'm like, okay, I'm tired of seeing this now. Like I am. I'm tired of seeing this now. Like because there is so many. And I'm saying these are black shows written by black people. And I'm it's weird to me that. That's the only that's like how we typecast ourselves. Like every dark skinned girl is 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 loud and has an attitude and can't get a man and just it's why why did why is why isn't why couldn't she why couldn't it like the Tiffany character insecure? Why couldn't she just be dark skinned? Why like, could it, why couldn't Molly be the person who's married and married with a family? And, yeah. Yeah. Why she's struggling, you know. It's it's little stuff like that that you know. Um, it seems like I said I don't want to make it a big deal, but it it is a big deal sometimes because there's stereotypes like that that people think about dark skinned people, and I'm just saying because <laughs> I'm a dark skinned girl, so I I mean dark skinned girl, dark skinned girls, brown skinned girls watching it know like it's 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 little subtle stuff like that people say that 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 we catch that people don't always hear. Like somebody can say, you know, so you cute for a dark skinned girl. Or you cute for a big girl. Or a big girl. Yeah, you cute for a big yeah. girl. Like it's it's that or your skin is actually your skin is uh oh you you know you dark skin you like like you know I'm surprised like you like, got good hair. You got yeah like they want me to be like you know just B to B and I'm like my hair is just just hair, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, that's my issue with the now with the show is I, 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 if anybody watched, I think it's worth the watch. I think it's good because I like Megan good, but I'm just tired of kind of seeing these same characters, bro. That's my honest. That's my honest truth about it. Is just like you know, it's I feel like we we typecasting ourselves. Like we got the floor to to make black shows, and it's just like we make the same character on each show, and it's kind of. It's kinda it's kinda getting old. Um that's an interesting perspective. I, I never thought about it like that. Um yeah. I guess well with Harlem, I guess are they single? Um but the show kinda reminded me of the show that I watch on BET a little bit. I don't I think 
They're all, I don't think they, I think they all might be single. I think they're all single, right? Except for the gay girl. I don't think she's Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we got to have that, that gay element in times we live in. We got to have that perspective. I, 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 I'm just so like, all right, fine. How many episodes did you see? Two. Okay, because it was, it was an episode that's probably... Maybe three or four, where it's a barbershop scene that I want to ask you about, but I'll wait till you get to that. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. I'll be, oh, I'm gonna have it watched. Okay. I watch while I'm working, so I'm gonna have okay. it watched. Uh, uh, but like, like you talk about the, sh the show, the stereotypes, I give you an example. I watch BT Sister. Okay. Okay. It's not the best acting. Mm -hmm. What I like about the show is the, the storyline is so Tyler Perry. But I'm I'm locked in. But again, you got three best friends. They're all single. They juggling. Uh, they got a man. Um, you have the element of I don't need no man, or, and then you got this element of um, I'm lonely, but I'm finna settle. This man, I don't know if he's bisexual, but <laughs> but I'm lonely. I don't know if I should commit to him. Then you got this female. She she broke up with this dude because he ain't nothing. But then when he leave her and go move on, now she want him back. Now so you got you got all those elements in, into this one show. Mm -hmm. So my question is, do people want to see Cosby Show type stuff? Let's be honest. Because mm. so I don't think a Cosby Show would make it nowadays. I don't. Probably. I don't feel like that. I don't. I yeah, probably not. I think uh, people like the drama. Yeah. Uh, and I think people like, you know, we live, we always talk about it, bro. Like the toxic is what people uh, gravitate to. You know, I grew up, you know, I, I people, there, there was like, there was good times. There was a Cosby show. Like, I can't relate to good times, you know, not that my family was rich, but I just don't know that struggle. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, I like the Cosby Show because that was more relatable for me. That's, but but, that's, me but that's my point of what I'm trying to say is that even with uh, you know the toxic you know stuff being like what's popular, I feel like it's it's enough. Um, we got enough. It's enough platforms so we can just have different stories. You know, like there is a lane for toxic. You know what I'm saying? Because there is some truth in that. But then there is a lane for Cosby Show type stories like everybody don't have to struggle everybody ain't in that particular struggle so you know i wish we can just I, I, now that we got the we got the floor and we got you know um we we all we this that works like I, I i like to see different stuff especially with the single ladies like you know um i don't know bro it's just it's it's, it's just weird it's just weird i, I think now the single lady shows are more relatable because a lot of women are single and a lot of women feel like dudes are trash, dating yeah. sucks. So I think these shows now, like Harlem, Sisters, um, Insecure, like I think all these shows from the age group from from 40 down to 25 all can relate to these shows. Yeah. To me, sure. in my opinion. No, I, I think they I think the, the singleness is a real thing and it's um it's definitely relatable, you know what I'm saying? Um and I think they're trying to 
to show that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like I said, I think just some of the characters and how the character placing of how they do certain things, like I, I would want to see, like if there is a married person in there, it just seems like it always got to be the light-skinned person, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, if, yeah. if, it, if it's a promiscuous person in there, it just always happens to be a dark-skinned girl. Like I just try to, I'm tired of seeing that. That's what I'm saying. Like you're trying you know, to stereotype. Yeah, I'm tired of that stereotype because it, it it's it's to me it's saying stuff without saying stuff, and people draw those connections even when you know it's it's not it's TV. But some people don't look. You know, people look at TV if that shit is real. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm, I'm just like you know I just would like to see them do more with the characters. Just you know make them a little. uh just move us, you know, do it around. Like, I don't want to get caught up on color, but it's just like, you know, I just, I get tired of seeing that sometimes. Like, the dark skinned girl yeah. always the one that's got to be, uh huh. Roll on that. Yeah, ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get, I get what you're saying. I get sick of that. Like, that's, that's not like, there are some pulled up dark skinned girls that got they, you know, that's bougie than anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, True. not saying that that's, you know, like, I'm just saying, it's just they could, they could do a little, they could move the color stuff around a little bit. That's all. I, I hear you. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I just think that nowadays, you know, the 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 type of things that women are ratchet, the type of like you know them 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 city girls, that type of stuff. You know, yeah. all them. I just think that's that's what's in right now because everybody feel like. That's a, I, don't, I don't want to say it like this, but like, oh, uh, she keeping it real. But right, right. I mean, there's a lot of women who don't act like that. That mm -hmm. are very um, attractive and very uh, success, successful. They just don't talk like that. They just don't act like that. Right. And they're not dark skin. And they're not like that. They just they just women. The women. Yeah, that's what they I'm saying. They just women. That's what I'm saying. So, it's just like I just feel like you know, just just uh. Just with the, some characters, it, it don't have to be color based. It's just to be, but it just always seems like it just so happens that every time it's these certain characters, they make them to look like, like on Harlem, bro. Like the girl, the dark skinned girl with the big hair. Like she's just so extra, like pink lashes. And I'm just like, no, no, that's, yeah. that's. Yeah. I don't even know anybody dark or light skinned that wears pink eyelashes. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, and again, it's TV, so you know you don't only take it with a grain of salt. But I didn't. But you know, I, that's I, what... I can run it down because, like I said, I, I'm good. To, I'm glad that it's more black TV. So yeah, I'm glad, for, I'm, and I'm glad that Amazon Prime is giving all these black writers and directors shows. Amazon Prime is really promoting these black. Uh, writers and creators this is dope yeah it's been real dope yeah so yeah um you know i i, I watch some shows because again it gives us content then i always like to talk the relationship talk men versus women that thing so for me it's good to watch it's just some shows if it's just you know whack i ain't watching it i'm gonna keep it 100. if it's yeah. whack i ain't watching but um let's get into the 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 man of the hour, the man <laughs> of the day. Um, I'm gonna let you go first on him, but let's get into Mr. Jesse Smollett and his trial, his verdict today. Bro, 
This boy, you know what? <laughs> Somebody said he probably want to go to jail. You know. <laughs> From the beginning, this was the dumbest. This was the dumbest trial. This is the dumbest case ever. It's like a. It was like almost like a, a episode from his TV show. Like yeah. I mean, from the beginning when he first came out, it was so it was so dramatic and so like made zero sense. Like it was just Not, it was amazing. It made no sense, bro. It, it made, made no zero sense. sense, and it was so amazing to no me how many celebrities was like. You know, uh, yeah, like free Jesse and Jesse for justice for Jesse. Like, y'all believe this? He, he, he's in a, a polar vortex in Chicago at 2 a.m. talking about it. Was it was, I knew it was a lie because it was just too much. Ain't nobody black walking around at Subway at two in the morning, first of all, in Chicago when it's that damn cold. So over there, over there too. Definitely not over there. We don't be going over there. That's why I was like, this sounds like a lover's quarrel, maybe, or I'm like, maybe he did get beat up, but it did not go the way he said, like whatever he said, because it just it just made no sense. Like he was like, they poured. What do you say, bro? They poured something on him, and then they call him a MAGA nigga. It was like, what? Yeah. Like this yeah. story is is huff. It makes no sense. It made no sense. Yeah. It made zero sense. So I ain't surprised he got found guilty because he needed to be guilty. It was dumb. It was a dumb, it was like the one of the dumbest things like I ever heard in a long. It was like, you know how like a little kid make up a story and they'd be like, but like, what was you doing, CJ? Uh I had went to the store and then I went to the store, <laughs> I had saw the boogeyman, and then the boogeyman told me to pick. That's why he was sounding like it sounded yeah. like a goofy kid made the story like. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I I don't want to see nobody go to jail, but it's just like you filed a false report. Then it said it was a hate crime, and it's it's messed up because when there are real hate crimes people going through, and then you got somebody goofy saying something like this, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I I listen. I waited a day or two when that first story first broke. I waited because I was like, okay. This is the day of the polar vortex, the night of the polar vortex. It had been extremely cold all that day. Mm -hmm. And at night, it was like 43, negative 43 degrees. So I'm just, I'm like, so you mean to tell me this dude said he got hungry and decided mm -hmm. to walk to Subway at 2 something in the morning. In that area of Chicago, I'm like, eh, something ain't making sense. So I waited and waited. Then some more stuff came out. I'm like, so you mean to tell me some dudes put a noose around his neck? <laughs> a noose, bro. That's what you lost me. A noose. Yeah. They, you mean to tell me you let somebody put a noose around yeah. your neck yeah. and then you take a picture? So I'm like, all right, okay. All right, bro. Listen, I just waited and waited. And as soon as more stuff started coming out, and as soon as chief police said, we found out that this was all lie. This was just something for him to to, to get improve his career. That's why I was like, "You lying ass, Jesse." That's what I said. 
<laughs> Juicy. <laughs> That's what Dave Chappelle called him, Juicy. Yeah, Chappelle came and did his whole skit. Yeah. Called him Juicy Spolet. Yeah. But, That's- I mean, it just made no sense. Yeah. Like, it made no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it you have to paint the picture. For people who don't live in Chicago, you have to paint the picture, like, where that area is at. Shit like that don't happen down there. Right. Where that area is at. And then it's like, bro, that subway got cameras. Yeah. If you got your ass whooped, mm-hmm. they're going to have cameras. Yeah. And then he wouldn't corroborate with the police. He wouldn't give him a cell phone. Right. Because apparently he was texting like his manager or something. He wouldn't give up the cell phone. Like, he wouldn't corroborate. I'm saying to myself, bro, if you got your ass whooped, this was a hate crime. You want them people to go to justice, don't you? Right. So I'm like, man, he's full of shit. But I know celebrities, <laughs> was, people, y'all mad because he's gay. I'm no, fucking he's gay. Nobody cared. It, it, the, the thing was, it had nothing. It had, this is one case where it absolutely had nothing to do with him being gay. Everything to do with him being stupid. Stupid and a liar. And a liar. He was a liar. A liar. Nobody even cared. It was like, the, the stuff that he was saying, and I'm like, where he was at, I'm saying, you on the north side of Chicago, that's Boys Town. Like, don't nobody care about you being gay up there? Like, what? Like, that's, tell somebody who don't live here that, because we know, I'm like, no, you was either getting beat up by your boyfriend or something, because that's, that's a, that's, that's, wrong. that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a high, you know, uh, population gay area. So it's just like, no. No, it nothing to do with you. Something went wrong and he got his yeah. ass whooped. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Something went wrong. He got his ass and something went wrong. Yeah. Because, bro, I mean, <laughs> you you over there in that area. Like, you welcomed over there. Right. And then they're going to come up to you and be like, oh, you that gay actor of Empire. Like, come on, man. Bro, it sounds like a Taliban movie. Yeah, it was stupid. Like, no, it no, it sounded like who he worked for. Who, who, uh, uh, <laughs> <Daniel>. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, you did this to for your career. Like now you a a laughing joke. Like, yeah, it was it was. As you can see, my my little my little baby finally came in here. I had to put it look out. At, look at look at yeah, look at she looking. She's like, oh, she on the camera time. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Gigi. It's good to see you, Gigi. <laughs> we love you, Gigi. He's so bad. But yeah, sorry. I'm glad it's over with. Like, yeah. I actually didn't care. Like, I knew he was going to be guilty. I didn't care after 2019. So yeah. I'm glad it's over with now. He can he can go beat on himself literally in, in jail wherever he's going to go now. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's about to happen. <laughs> Now, before we before we end this, you gotta talk about your topic. Cause I'm very passionate about this last topic. Uh-oh. Should women pay spouses support the men? Yeah. So, you know, bro, what what happened? I know why you asked it. You know what 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 happened, how that even we talked about I think a couple weeks ago, Stevie J and um and Faith Evans, and apparently, yeah. uh, he recently, you know, during the divorce stuff, he recently uh, asked, I guess, for for spousal support. Um, he did. So, he uh, did. of course, Faith is trying to uh, get that thrown out or whatever, like you know, saying, you know, she ain't trying to do all that, but 
you know, it posed the question that if when there is a situation where the woman is the breadwinner and they're going through a divorce, stuff like that, like what I want to know you as a man, what do you feel as far as the spousal support? Do you think that the Three woman words. should pay it or what? Three words. Pay that man. That's it. Pay that, pay that man. man. Pay that man. Okay. If he okay. if he's entitled to it, pay that man. Okay. Because when the role is reversed, it's pay that woman. Yeah. yeah. So it should not matter because one got a dick and the other one don't. <laughs> pay that man. All that matters is is the wife, is is the husband. Pay that man. Yeah. I I you know what? I think in all fairness, you know, it's a uh, that is the right thing to do. Like cuz if it was the other way around, the woman would definitely have to I mean the guy yeah. would definitely have to pay. Yeah. So, you know, in a situation where he is not the breadwinner, you know. I mean, I guess that's fair. I wouldn't want to pay it, but you know, and most men probably don't ask for it just because of just the optics of it all. But I guess, like you say, in fairness, you know, um, if 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 it was other way around, you know, he would he would have to pay. So, but I guess the thing is, they ain't married that long. So, you know, really, how long can he get spousal support? I think you're entitled to spousal spousal support no matter what, just whatever you agree to between you and your lawyers and yeah. whatever the judge declares. Yeah. But I mean, those two. Does that mean he bitter because he asked for child for spousal support? Some people say he bitter, but I'm like, ah, this Stevie J we talking about, so we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But again, if allegedly, if if what happened happened the way it was said, then yeah, he owed his money. Mm-hmm. But I mean. One man got to pay child, I mean, spousal support. Mary J, she yeah. pays it to a uh, dude, that, and he was wants shit. Yes. You pay you to pay child support to my. No, I know, I get it, I get it, but that you know, that's what they agreed to. Yeah, I would be, I'd be pissed off. He, you know what, that'd be situation. This off look, this off the record, but he might have to disappear. <laughs> you cheated on me. Yeah, you you cheated on me. I'm not gonna pay you, boy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so if that means you gotta go, then you gotta. You go. gonna have to disappear. You have to disappear. Sorry, I rather pay you. I rather pay somebody to make you disappear. Then then my pride won't allow me to just pay you that money. You cheated on me. Like I just can't. I just can't. You gotta cut that check piece every month. Every month you gotta cut that check. Bro, I might, I might as well cut myself if I, if I have to do that. Like, no, he gotta go. <laughs> I have to call somebody, call the family. I'm like, hey, he gotta go on a long vacation with the Lord. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think, I think Jill Scott fans probably support. Man, listen. I think who else? This is a Berry was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So they I mean, like. I mean, it really is fair, but I'm just saying, in a situation where you are the cause of us being divorced too, now I'm gonna pay you, boy. No, I can't. I I just can't. Physically, I'll be sick. I'll be sick. Like I'm serious. Like he gotta go. You can't do it. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I, and I would imagine that's how come so many end up missing. When if they was on some BS and the guy, some guys go that route, some men have gone that route, bro, because they ain't want to pay no child support or spouse support and all that stuff. So I, I get it now. <laughs> Maybe I watch too much. Yeah, channel, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never get what Hulk Hogan. I never get what Hulk Hogan said when he saw that his wife was dating a young dude, and the young dude was staying at his crib. Yeah, and he was like, "This is damn crib. I'm paying for it." This yeah, is, he he driving in the car. I paid for it. I'm paying her monthly. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I want to make him disappear." Oh yeah, I, I listen. I get it one hundred percent, bro. OJ Simpson. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. But I get it. Uh, you stupid. You stupid. I get it. You stupid. If I could just say that. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. But I get it. Like, like Chris Mark said. I understand. <laughs> OJ is different. OJ is a different oh. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm saying, but I can understand, though. Like, hey, man. Yeah. I'm still, I'm paying this woman. You over here in my house and then. <laughs> hey, I understand. I understand. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but you know, but that's a lot of money. Some of these people we pay on a lot of money to keep them oh, up. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. A like, lot I, of money. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't physically. Uh, yeah, I would have to figure out some another way because I just I'm not paying you to cheat on me. No. Because you literally, like, you know what spousal support is, right? Yeah. It's really to live the lifestyle that you were living while you were married. Right. That's crazy, ain't it? Right. Think about it. I ain't mad at that, you know. I mean, I I mean, it's catch twenty two. Like it's just like you say, it's to it's to it's to continue, you know, that lifestyle basically. Like and if you were the person yeah. that make all the money, like it's to continue, you know, the for that, for wherever that agreement is, wherever that amount of time is, and you know, again, like I just feel like if we broke up, that's just no, you don't, you don't get to spend that, you don't get to live the life no more. That's so. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this though. Do you think Dre's wife deserved every bit that she asked for? No, no. That's upset. That's stupid. I don't. It, it, even as a woman, like. I think that you 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 can you you can they 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 can separate and as a married couple divide whatever they're supposed to as far as their assets. She did raise some kids, so you deserve something. But to 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 the, the amount of money she asked for a month, I think that's stupid and ridiculous. Like again, I feel like if you broke up with me and we break up and and, and we decided to, to separate, you what you. That lifestyle that you used to live is no more. Period. Because we're not together no more. You have a new life and you're going to go wherever you would go back to what you were before. Like, I would expect that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I mean, I feel like you break up with somebody and I was okay. I was good for I met you. So it really don't. I'll be okay when not when 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 you leave. Like no, I I ain't gonna I'm, I ain't gonna be able to get the you know to the parties like that no more. I can't shop like that no more. But I'll be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm not one outside looking in. I ain't got the I ain't I ain't never been with nobody that that kind of money. So shit, I don't know. But I just feel like <laughs> that's that's a million dollars a month. Like I just feel like people just that's stupid though. You know that's stupid. But that is stupid. 
You know. But people can, man. I mean, these people ask for two hundred grand a month. It pissed me off because you're asking for a million dollars a month and you be saying that they, they make up all these things about why they can't survive off of, you know, a normal. I'm like, that's a million dollars. You can't make it off a million dollars. How much money you got to have to say you can't make it off a million? That's just why it pisses me off. Like, and, I, and I feel sorry. Are you, do, does anybody really have, who has expenses of a million dollars a month? And if, you, and if you are having that kind of expenses, it's just like that's just the greed that we come in here. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't feel sorry for you. Greed. You want to you want to keep living a life where we spend a million dollars a month, like girl, like gone. Yeah. Now that's somebody that's that's greedy. greedy. That's, that's greedy. greedy, bro. That's greedy and just unnecessary. You know, unnecessary. That is greedy. Yeah. Because yeah, well, if you had a million know, month, but... you should have been stacking your money. So if you know you're gonna get divorced at some point, you should have been putting the money to say someone that day leave and y'all go, you good. Like I don't know. People just money hungry. I ain't never been motivated by money like that. So I uh I just see things a little bit different. I just a lot of people are money hungry. Yeah, I'm not they are money hungry and they, and and a lot of people and I hate to say it, a lot of these celebs they get married. Most of that shit be business arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. They know, like, okay, if it don't work out, hey, I'm, I'm going to get this. We're going to figure out a way to split this. I mean, they know that. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess, see, maybe you like the last of the hopeless romantics. <laughs> I probably am. I probably am. But even, like, even outside of there, bro, I just think, like, that's just. You know, I just think fair is fair, and you know, if if the guy you was with y'all not together no more, like even then, I I'm I don't I'm just, you know, I just think that you, you you're gonna you're gonna get what you can get if 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 she walked away with fifty million dollars, like how was again? I guess I don't have access to that, to that kind of money, so my brain is saying if if you was divorced and you settled and he gave you fifty million dollars. And how do how is that not enough for you to survive? I just can't. I don't get it. And you didn't and you and you didn't come in there with that kind of money. I don't That's what Michael Jordan did. Michael Jordan said, I, "No, we're not doing spouse support. What I'll do, I cut you a check for over a hundred something million dollars. That's she, it." She got like two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's what he did. Like he just said, "I'm gonna cut you a check." Yeah, that's but sometimes, it. but sometimes, guys, I, I but I get that route too. Give her, she can take, she can take half my money because he know he gonna make that back, which he did. He made that back times too, whatever he gave her. But it's like we settled. She can have her money. I ain't gotta deal with her no more. I ain't gotta. I don't have to give her money every month. Right. I give. She wants half. She can have half. I'm going with my life, and I'll make that money three times over, which he did. And I'm give a sell what you're gonna sell and move on. Like some people you don't want the headache no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to keep a reminder every time I look up is it's a check coming to you every month. Like I would probably if I had that kind of money, I'll go that route too. Listen, what how much you want? This is what I have. This is how much I'm gonna give you. You accept it or you not, because you're not getting money every month. So this is what this is what it's gonna be. Take that and get to get the hell on. And in the state of California, it's half. Tiger yeah. Woods had to come off with half. And in his pre his prenup agreement, if he was found being uh, 
and infidelity, he had to pay her five million dollars. Man, I'll never get married in people's stupid for getting married in California. I would never get married in California. I'm mean, found the state where I don't know none of that that half stuff apply and let me get married there and I'm gonna make sure I got a house there and I'm gonna be like I live there sixty percent of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the time, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, like California for hey, hey, you fuck up. That's why Kobe got rest his soul. Yeah. They was going through that thing. Yeah. He was gonna hit Kobe over the head. Oh yeah, cheaper to keep her. <laughs> yeah. It's cheaper to hit him over his head. Oh yeah. He would have got it too. Oh yeah, because like you said, it's the state. State that's the state property rule. So yeah. She he he yep, would have got it. Rule. Yeah, he would have got it. Yeah. Hey, but I never I'm no 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 California get married for me. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 no way. Me neither. No if I, if no I meet somebody that's um, and, and he wants to get married and he wants to have a destination married wedding or he wants to move somewhere, it's not gonna be California. Yeah, we're not moving to California. Hell no. Yeah, unless you no. want to move to California, and we can do that. Then you know, just give my half, and I'll leave you alone. <laughs> well, I leave you alone. Yeah, I'll leave you alone. You don't want me no more. Fine. <laughs> Get my money. Right. <laughs> Get my money. My Get coins. My money. Get my money. Get my coins. <laughs> Get my hey, coins. Wait. Wait. Out wait. Out <laughs> you gotta hear me again, yeah, bro. I promise you. Get my coins. I'm out your head. You gonna be whatever you wanna be. Get my coins. All the bitches you want. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, before before we get out of here, I want to know what you got planned this weekend. Uh, this weekend I'm gonna do a little hanging out. Um, uh, <laughs> will there be will there be liquor involved? Definitely. You know what, bro? I've been uh, y'all gonna see my transformation. You know, over these next couple of months because I've been on a little diet. So I really I ha I have not drank alcohol. What? I haven't drank alcohol. I don't think since your birthday, maybe. But maybe not. Hand clap. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. So I've been. Hand clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand class. Hand clap. So yeah, I'm okay. Trying, I'm on this little weight loss thing, so I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be crazy. I, I I'm gonna hang out a little bit with some friends, uh, do my family thing, and you know. Get ready uh, for next week. I mean, uh, also too, I dropped this other little just little promo for our rap queens. Those of you who have not followed that page, go ahead and follow that page. We are wrapping gifts for the season, um, so um, we are wrapping this Saturday too. So if you in the Forest Park area, uh, definitely hit us up. Text that number on the flyer on our page, and um, we'll let you know the location we'll be at because it's G G14 classified and. Um, <laughs> we'll uh we'll look yeah. y'all up. So if you don't like, if you hate rap, make, make sure y'all make sure y'all use rap creams. All right, they, they them women are thorough and they legit and they black. So use yes. them. And we'll get you. We'll get you some nice. We'll get you get your gifts to look pretty under your tree, and you know we'll hook y'all up. Yeah. What you got going on, bro? Okay. I got basketball games Friday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. Sunday I'm. I'm doing something with basketball, so that, that's my weekend. That's no right. hanging out for me until Christmas. That's when I, I got a break. Oh well, I, I do. I I have a little drink for you. <laughs> <laughs> you have a little drink. 
I have a little job. I pull out a little liquor for you. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be scared to drink because you know what? Like I said, I drank in a couple weeks. So probably whatever I drink gonna pop take me over the edge. That's that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be hurting a little bit. You're gonna be hurting a little bit. Yeah, I'm being Just a little I, bit. I can see that happening now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. T. I'm gonna have to play. You know, I'm gonna have to play transformation teeth. Transformation. Y'all gonna see? I'm gonna be like, Dad, she's too skinny now. Probably not gonna say that, but yeah, they're gonna be like, Dad, if she's sick, that's what they gonna. You know, you know black you know folks. Black people, when you start losing weight, black people be saying like, they be thinking, they be like, she on that stuff. <laughs> They'll be like, T. So that stuff. I'm like. <laughs> They be like, girl, you looking good, but when you leave, they're gonna be like, yeah, she on that stuff. Like, you know, they we relate that to, to, to Why they always do that? Why they always do that? I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? It's like it's, it's oh, that, man. Uh, you know, this week has been going on 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 Twitter and uh on Instagram. Both it's talking on Twitter when it, it said like oh, yeah. the African American urge to say this. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the African American urge to tell somebody that lost weight to say, yeah. <laughs> that they all that they all messed up. <laughs> we, so, we should put that on one. Oh. We should put that on one, man. The urge, the urge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, put, we'll, put, we'll put it on the uh on the uh on the podcast page. <laughs> That should be funny, man. Yeah. How yeah. about this one? The African American earns the screen. Representative of the state <laughs> of Bro, I definitely do that. I, I don't know what it is about. I'm like, because you be saying representative and they don't do it, but you got to scream that shit. Like, it just, it don't, they don't do it unless you scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that African American urge. That, that, oh, man. That had me on. That had me rolling all week, bro. I love it, man. I, that 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 whole flip thing is funny, man. Yeah. Oh man, but I right, see. But look, next week, um, we're gonna have a lot to talk about because it's gonna be a Bears game on Sunday. Yes. So yes. We're gonna figure out if it's Matt Nagy's last game or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bulls have COVID. All in the Bulls Everybody. organization. We might as well just not play. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it might not be any Bulls games after tomorrow, so yeah. it's going to be a lot to talk about for yeah. next week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We're going to close and, this. Oh, shout out to the Reasonable Ignorant Podcast. Um, what up, boys? They talked about last week's show. Yeah. They want to get on here. We're going to figure that out. We're going to work that out. We're going to yeah, work we that out. We'll get them out. on here. We can figure that out. I'm, I'm, you yeah, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do a they, couple... A couple joint uh, shows with some of our other uh, homies that's that's got podcasts. Um, you know, we uh we all support each other, but it's always good to get together too. So, yeah, hopefully we do something. We can figure out some. I'm stuff. with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it too. The only I'm with thing that. is, all of our homies is just homies. So I'm gonna have to figure out how to get some girls in here because I will not be outnumbered. Um. Yeah, I I can I can I can no, you gotta I have can stand my ground, but we need some more, you know, feminine energy if I do the show with all y'all. So yeah, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, you're gonna be in a room with all hard Yeah, no, I don't wanna be in there with all these musties. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I need somebody in there that's male. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm God. Saying, I'm just saying, I got to get another girl up in there with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You do. Definitely. Yeah. All right, well, hey, man, this is a good show. I'm glad we had uh, the child here from Love Cork yes. Screw. Appreciate yes. that again. Yes. Make sure Not you guys sure. follow her page, Love Cork Screw. Make sure you follow her. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 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 So, all right, then we will see y'all next week with another episode. Y'all make sure y'all like, y'all share, y'all subscribe, and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Hey. Next week. Yeah. Peace.